What would you do if you could ask any question, any question at all? Well, you can do that tonight on What Would Blonde Jesus Do? With your host, Blonde Jesus. And the crowd goes wild. It's 8.30 on Saturday night. What are you doing listening to me blabber on the radio for the next half hour? If you want to call in and chat, though, I'm live. 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, a half an hour late. We'll get to that in just a moment. The call-in number is 323-657-1493. As all of you who are there listening by phone, if you want to ask a question tonight, your burning question of the day that does not require penicillin, one on your keypad now and raise your hand or just listen in. But I'll also remind you that you can take the show with you at any time by subscribing to Rated LGBT Radio, our flagship banner on Apple's iTunes. You can download us right here on Blog Talk Radio um, or just, you know, come back and click the link if you're clicking off of the website. That's always a cool way to do it, too. So shameless plugs for our other programming. Sunday night begins the week with Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. That's 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for a full hour. Rebecca will take you through some information, some um, breathing exercises, and then she takes your calls. And we hope that you've listened to her Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Our other psychic of the network is Stephanie Gerard on the Stephanie Gerard Show at 8 a.m. Pacific Time again. Stephanie is um, a talented psychic, but she does energy healing. She's also getting her degree in um, counseling and all kinds of stuff. And she's fantastic. If you've never had a session with her, I encourage that as well. And of course, we have rated LGBT radio with our favorite host of hosts, Mr. Rob Watson. He does a show on Thursdays or Fridays. I think it depends upon when they get the guest and how much editing he likes to do and so forth. But you know here on What Would Blonde Jesus Do? We are live in a Technicolor. There's no editing allowed. Now, of course, I say that, but, you know, here's the deal. The show is normally starting at 8 Pacific time. So I get ready for the show. I make sure the dogs are fed. The rain barrels are emptied because I've got Noah on line, too, because um, it's raining like you've not seen it rain in Southern California since probably like last time this year. We're supposed to be getting two inches, two inches. That'd be wonderful. We've just, just got two inches, two years worth of rain in the next one week here in Southern California. So I've been trying to make sure that the courtyard is cleaned up because as the water starts pooling and it does, it likes to flood the inside of my house, which is always so exciting. That's and I've done sandbags, I've done tarps, I've done tarps and sandbags on the outside, coupled with towels, upon more towels and more towels crammed up against my door, only to see that just kind of laugh as the rains keep coming in. So um, I have an exterior pump that when you know it starts raining, it goes into this pit that the handyman came out and did, and then the water is pumped into the alley. But if it rains too much, that pump, which pumps a ton of water, can't keep up and it will still flood my room. So that's what I've been doing before the show. So I get ready to do the show at 8 o'clock, right? Super excited. I got a great letter from Simon in Seattle today. So we're going to find out what the honey does when the honey wants to spend all the money. We'll get to Simon and Martina in just a few moments. So I get ready to do the show, down and all of this, and the show starts at 8 o'clock. 
a half an hour ago, and I'm not hearing anything, and I'm thinking, this just doesn't sound right, so, um, you know, because I can hear myself in the microphone and my headset and all of that, but it's not doing what it's supposed to do on the computer, and I'm freaking out a little bit, so I even started playing some music, and I'm not hearing the music in my headset. Then I realized, okay, because, you know, I'm blonde. Last week, after the Stephanie Gerard show, I was so excited about listening to the advice that she was giving out to people with her readings that I knocked my microphone off of the desk. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that's on an arm and you, you know, screw it to the desk and it pivots and twists and turns. Well, anyhow, in my excitement with Stephanie's show, I knocked the, um, I knocked the microphone off the desk. And so the way my desk is set up, it's against the wall. So I have to disconnect the desk, blah, 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 blah. So I get all that done. I get it all fixed up back up in two seconds. Uh, but then I'd messed up all of the microphone settings. So I started the show at eight o'clock not hearing anything, nothing's registering, but I hear it in the headset and all that. And that I'm just going to restart the show. So that's what we did. So it gave me an extra half an hour to go re re-empty the rain barrels, make sure the puppies are, you know, well pottied and, um, you know, ready to just, you know, sit back and relax. I got my little tea light candles going to keep the room warm. I'm probably one of the cheapest people in the world. I live a very simple life folks, but I don't like to turn the heater on. Now, where I live, I have very energy efficient heaters. But when it comes time to pay the electric bill, it just makes me cringe thinking, you know, I do live at the beach. It's probably what, 64 degrees outside at 8.35 p.m. on a Saturday night. Why do you need to turn the friggin' heat on? Put an extra blanket on the bed. Wear a sweatshirt. So I'm coming to you live from my office, the Blonde Jesus headquarters. And I'm wearing gym shorts, my gym socks. I know I'm, I'm painting such a riveting picture. Gym shorts, gym socks, and my black sweatshirt hoodie. That's it. And I'm perfectly comfortable not having the heat on. But I do have the tea lights on. Tea lights, you know, I have them in these little salt lamp kind of uh, voltives. Is that what you call them? But anyhow, I have the tea lights lit up in there. They look super nice. But I really think they give off some nice heat at the same time. So in my head, I'm going, okay, I spent $4 for 8 trillion candles at the Ikea store. And it's, you know, how many can I burn at a night? And that, it, I was really bad at math. So don't ever have Blonde Jesus do your taxes or give you t- stock tips because <laughs> you will lose your shirt. Um, so anyway, so we're now here live. It's raining cats, dogs, horses, ponies, unicorns, you name it including the Loch Ness Monster. It is raining here in Southern California. And while we do need the weather to be a little bit more damp this time of year, because it gives us snowfall up the mountains, so, you know, the reservoirs, no droughts. You know, we've had some crazy wildfires this past fall into late winter, and that's usually when we get the Santa Ana winds. And I'm really concerned that we're going to see flooding in lots of those areas where we lost so much brush, trees, things like that, that would help prevent erosion and mudslides and things of that nature. But I guess we will see how that plays out. It's also interesting, at least to me, that where I'm living, the majority of the precipitation seems to come at night. Now, is that really the case? Or is it because, you know, during the day when I'm at my J-O-B and it's pouring cats and dogs, the time passes much faster and 
I don't know, or I'm not, I'm focused on, you know, the J-O-B versus watching it rain and how much rainfall there is versus laying in bed at night with the puppies going, is that 42 drops per minute or 43 drops per minute? And then fixating on that for the next eight hours and, and wondering why you don't get any sleep and wake up tired the next day. So anyway, um, so, it's, so it's raining. Like I've never seen it rain before in Southern California. But if you want to call in and chat about the weather, we can do that. I, I love hearing the weather reports from other places in the world, especially Tuesdays with Stephanie, because she's always telling us what the weather's like up in the Anchorage, Alaska area. But our hotline tonight is 323-657-1493. Getting lots of um, emails and private messages on Facebook and so forth from people who are listening to the show telling me, um, boy, I'm really kind of working up the nerve to ask a question. This is kind of fun. Um, you know, I don't. If you call into the show, I'm not going to bite your head off. I'm honestly going to try to help you or I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions probably because am I really a psychic? Well, I'm probably a better advisor, but I've got great intuition. So if it feels really gross in my stomach, I'm going to say, ugh, that feels really gross. Um, But if you want to call in and chat, need a friendly voice or a voice that pretends to be friendly. That's me, Blonde Jesus, every Saturday night. 323-657-1493. 323-657-1493. We're going to read a letter here in just a second from Simon in Seattle. And of course, when I get these letters, I change your name to protect the not so innocent. So Simon is not really Simon and Simon is not really from Seattle, but it rhymed, you know, like Moses in Manhattan and uh, Ruth in Reno. So this week it's going to be Simon in Seattle. So Simon, this one's for you. And before we get to Simon in Seattle, I do want to say a big shout out to Miguel in Costa Mesa tonight, who is pinged in on the show. Thanks for listening in. Always appreciate your support and feedback. And to everybody else who's listening around the country and around the world today, tonight in the morning, Mary Lou in Brisbane, Australia with Rated Oz Radio, also here on this network. I'm excited to hear what's going to be coming up on her show. But wherever you're at, I hope things are going well. But write or call because it's always fun to get your um, your questions. So tonight, Simon in Seattle. So here's kind of like when you write in, you're kind of describing the scenario. Then you give me the things that are pissing you off, and then I'm going to tell you what I would do. Okay. So Simon and Martina, they're an older couple in their 60s, and they've both been married in the past. They both had kids and grandkids uh, with past you know, relationships in the past. Uh, Simon is still working after taking some time off after the death of his wife a few years ago. And Martina has recently retired and is really enjoying not working. And who can blame her? Um, Simon could retire, but finds he receives a lot of validation in his job in sales. So he loves to go to work because he gets to help people. He gets to make money. Um, However, since Martina is now happily retired since they got married in 2017, um, she spends, you know, as much time as she can with kids and grandkids who are local to the Kirkland, Everett, Puyallup, um, and see here, I'm just listing cities in the Seattle area that I think are close to each other. If I said Olympia, that's too far south because that's like about 90 minutes, maybe even 90 miles, probably like 90 miles, 90 minutes south of Seattle. And then I go down, you know, like the I-5 corridor, Vancouver, Portland, Woodburn, Kaiser, Salem, Albany. You know, see, and then we go like, that's just the the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So we're not going to do that. So Martina spends time with the grandkids and kids, uh, but Martina is bored. 
How do we know this? So Simon writes, in the last, oh, about 18 months, while I'm at work and Martina's at home, grandkids are busy and, you know, she doesn't have anything to do. Martina likes to find ways to spend my money. Now, Martina gets Social Security. Martina has her 401k. So Martina has money coming in. Martina doesn't like to spend that money. She likes to spend my money. Here's the proof. They now have new appliances in their kitchen, which didn't need new appliances. They now have two RV camping trailers. They don't go camping that often. They like camping, but they don't go camping that often. They're doing other home remodeling projects. And now this week, Martina tells Simon, I think this is what really drove Simon to write. Martina says, I don't know what to do. This week, I come home from work, and Martina is showing me this picture of a convertible Mercedes on the Internet and thinks I would look good driving in it. I remind Martina that it was last year at this time that she wanted me to trade in my Toyota that was about $1,000 away from being paid off to get a used Lexus with a $25,000 note. So now I've got a $25,000 Lexus payment. I've got two RV trailers. I've got new appliances in my house. And Martina is telling me, you know, Simon, you would look really cute driving around in this Mercedes convertible. So I asked her, I said, why would you say that when you know at some point I want to retire? Well, and this is a direct quote, it would make me happy to see you drive it. So Simon, you know, is exasperated, throws up his arms and just, you know, kind of walks away. So Simon just turned 68 in January, 68, and loves to go to work. Now, I love this about Simon's letter because most people, by the time they are in their early 60s, they're counting down the days to retirement. Here's Simon at 68 going, I love going to work. Now, Simon is not somebody who married Martina and doesn't like to spend time with Martina. Simon loves spending time with Martina. It's his favorite thing to do. So cool for being in love at now 68 years old, Simon, you devil. So, Simon's quandary is, do I go to work, feel validated, make some nice coin, or do I stay at home and entertain Martina all the time so she stops spending my money? Well, the dilemma here, so he says, I love working, but come on, I'll be working until I'm 90 at this rate. Okay, blonde Jesus, what should I do? So here is what blonde Jesus says. So I sat down and read this, reread it, and what I'm hearing here is that Martina really is, you know, if she can't spend more time with the kids and grandkids, and, you know, let's face it, grandma and grandpa, you know, you get to spend so much time with them, and, you know, it's not as special as it might be. I don't know. I don't have grandkids. I don't have kids. I've, I've got dogs. But Martina needs a project. Um, I am seeing that Simon still is not ready to retire and spend all of his time with Martina. I bet Martina is a hot dish too. So Martina is left alone all day long going, well, you know what? 
I we should get another camper. Let's get another car. I think we should get new appliances. What about new kitchen cabinets? What about dun 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 dun? dun? And the next thing you know, Simon is not trying to plan a romantic retirement with Martina, but trying to figure out, okay, I need to get five more years before I, you know, really start getting serious about trying to retire because (laughs) I've now got a Mercedes convertible. I've now got a Lexus. I've now got a travel trailer, two of them. And I've now got all these appliances that I'm going to be paying for. Now, Martina's solution is um, interesting because Simon also says that, you know, in the past we have consolidated by taking a um, what do you call it? Like a home equity line, like a second mortgage. Um, he uses a different term here in the note, but it was like a second mortgage. So the solution has always been, well, let's just pull money out of the equity of the house and then um, we'll go buy this new thing and then refinance it and refinance it and refinance. So I guess that Simon is, doesn't want to do that. So here's what I would do, Simon. I would sit down maybe over a nice candlelight COVID free dinner and say, Martina, light of my life. As much as I love all of your excellent ideas for that Mercedes convertible, for the Lexus that I drive around and I look great in, for those two RV camper travel trailers that we don't use because I have to go to work. Um, Honey, Martina, I think we need to get you a part-time job. And it's not because you need the money, Martina, because you don't. But it's so this way you can be out of the house, talking with people, being social, and doing something that you find value and gives you value while I'm doing the same thing. Now, I would suggest, you know, given both of your ages, and Simon, I don't know exactly how much money you make, but I'm going to guess you do pretty well if you, you know, have a house, you have all the stuff going on. Um, you know, the, you know, we, we go back to the societal, well, when I get ready to retire, I hope Walmart will, you know, can use me as a greeter. Well, perhaps it's not necessarily a Walmart greeter role that Martina would be great at. Maybe she would hate dealing with the public. I don't know. I don't know much about Martina other than she's retired. She's got great taste. So um, I would think, you know, I would probably you know, take a look at your history together. How did you meet? Where did you meet? What type of backgrounds does Martina have for work um, or creative hobbies or, you know, volunteering, things like that, you know, in where in your local area in Seattle, Tacoma, Everett, Puyallup, you know, the surrounding tri-city areas of Seattle, what would be someplace convenient and close for Martina to go and hang out for, you know, maybe two or three days a week, four or five, six hours a day, volunteering, helping others, um, or just, you know, maybe digging a ditch somewhere, Martina, who knows? But I think if Martina is able to get out of the house instead of being fixated on sitting at home, waiting for you, Simon, to come home from work where she can then tell you how she wants to spend your money. That might be a good thing. Have you thought about sitting down and having a conversation about how Martina can stay busy so um, you can actually start putting a real calendar date to your retirement destiny date? I think if you do that, you will find that you will have ways to share more 
about your days, more relatable things, all of the things that are common for you right now. I think this is something that will help turn the tide. Martina knows the value of a dollar. It's clear. But when you have somebody who's willing to spend the money, and Simon, you, it, you clearly adore your wife and want to make sure she's happy. Well, help her be happy with a job, volunteering, being crafty. I don't know. You, I, if you want to write in and tell me more about what she likes to do, maybe I can give you some ideas or clubs to join. That would be amazing. So that's what I would suggest for you, Simon, in Seattle. Um, again, we are going to be live next Saturday night, also right here on Blonde Jesus, Psychic or Awesome Advisor, more Awesome Advisor, on what would Blonde Jesus do. And we are going to be playing some cool new music that I will be having out shortly. I have three new songs that have come out, or are coming out, I should say, off of um, my new rock project. Um, I've also got a new single called Disco Resurrection. It's a disco song. And I talk about like the village people and John Travolta and Donna Summer and Barry Gibb and, you know, all of these folks in there that you love to listen to from back in the day. So I have that coming out, I think, mid-February. I can't remember what the release date is from the record label. Then I've got another single called Showtime that's a hard rock song. And another hard rock song called Don't You Know Who I Am? And it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek look at people in Hollywood who like to think they're a whole lot more important than, well, they are. So um, that's going to be coming up. But I don't have it to share with you tonight because it's not released yet. So I can talk about it. Um, But I think we're going to start seeing those hit on iTunes next week. And if that's the case, I'll make sure to let you know so you can listen to the preview. I'll play it here on the show and we'll see where we will go from there. Um, Again, if you you would like to call in at some point, that's always cool. Again, I've got a ton of you here and I know that you know how to do this because you've done this on other shows and I see some frequent numbers. But the hotline is 323-657-1493 and then you press 1 if you want to ask a question or when you call in because it's just convenient for you to do so. Um, you just listen to the show and I'm not going to, you know, just randomly open the phone lines. Cause I did that last week with a caller and then she pinged me afterwards. And says, I was just, you know, I, I think I butt dialed the number one because I really didn't mean to, you know, press that on the phone. So that's that. Um, with that folks, I'm going to say thanks for being part of my Saturday night. I can't wait to be with you um, next Saturday as get out as well. And then tomorrow night I'll be back to my regular persona with Rebecca Fisk on her show, Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. Um, I love doing this with you. Thanks for your letters. Thanks for continuing to write in, but it is a call and conversation show. So I will love to chat with you live and in technicolor. If you just want to like chat it out, you can use a fake name too. I won't tell anybody where you live or what your you know real name is. Um, but the, the letters that you're writing to me are juicy and fun, and I'm relishing hearing from you. So if you'd like me to read your letter online, again, just write it, um, just drop it into the show page, or um, you can go to Rated G Radio on Facebook and uh, send it over to me, and I will read your, air, uh, read your letter on air the following week. I'll pick one. 
and uh, we'll go from there. So with that, I hope everybody stays dry. Hope that things are going well, that you are COVID free. If you are not feeling well, rest up, wash your hands, wear a mask, do all the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. And um, we'll, we'll just see you next week. So thanks for being here. Have a great evening.